Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, that's not what I said. Murgatroyd, how are you? You're just kicking this off in a good way today, aren't you? No, I'm not. I think if I were to write a relationship book, the book would be called, that's not what I said. <laughs> that's what the book would be called. Well, listen, with that, with that intro, I'm going to tell you why I brought that up at the top. Because every word we say in this podcast is going to go back to referencing what we're going to say. All right. So I'm going to read something. It's very, very short. It's a social media post. We're getting tired of social media. We're not going to disappear, but we are going to reevaluate how much we use it. It's getting silly to me. I don't want to point at words. I don't want to dance for you. And I don't want to share a quote. We're probably going to just record our podcast on our iPhone at cafes in Italy and create Instagram stories to hopefully inspire you to go after your dreams. No knock <laughs> to what anyone's currently doing. I'm just bored. What about you? Give me, th <laughs> give me 30 seconds to say my piece. From that post, which I will say again, we're not going to disappear, <laughs> one. Two, we are going to be creating Insta stories that will inspire you. <laughs> How the hell did the barrage of comments say, we're going to miss you. I can't believe you're leaving. I get it. Me too. And then the next day, when I did exactly what I wrote in print I was going to do, thought you were leaving social media, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? 
if this many people, I mean, this poor guy, I mean- If it, this many people can't read, go ahead. <laughs> it says we're reevaluating our social media. It doesn't, he clearly said we were staying. Okay, uh-huh. pause. Yeah, he clearly did. Pause. Yeah, because I, I heard him. <laughs> However, if you have this many people, including your best friend, think you're leaving social media, there's something in that that they're picking up on that is creating this. And so you need to take responsibility for your part in this. <laughs> okay. If you're if you're a lawmaker, okay, and you're making the law, and you say, hmm, when you come to a light, there's going to be a color. And the color that you're going to see is red. And when you see red, you can't go because it's red. And red means stop. But then when it's green, you can go. So you have clarity. You have a law. And then when you go through it and the cop pulls you over, you don't say, huh. I mean, what I got from that, it was it was like a color. But did they say, did the law say we're reevaluating the color red? If it if, if it, it did, it would put question mark in your head if red is still the color. If it said we are reevaluating whether or not we're going to use the color red. Yeah. For now, until we have said reevaluation, we're not going anywhere. Yeah, but red is stopped. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it puts a question mark in your head. Okay. It's okay. You can, a, you can say I'm right. See? This is a mute point, as my ex-wife used to say, and piss me <laughs> off all the fucking time. It's mute. No, that's not even the word. <laughs> Sorry. What else are you frustrated with this morning? That's it. That's it? You're that's done? It. That's, that's it. it? You're happy now? That's it. So here's the deal with the social. I take uh, full responsibility for provoking this at, di- at dinner the other night. And the reality is I'm, I am bored. I'm bored doing certain content. I'm bored watching others do content. I'm bored watching everyone do their version of the same thing over and over and over again. I'm bored. And I'm bored in the house. I'm bored in the house. I'm in the house bored. So I was telling Rob, I said, you know, we have a joint podcast. We have this life that we're going to be changing to. I don't I don't know what the word is there, but we're going to be we reevaluated our life. We're going to Italy and we have an entire like new world we're opening up. And there are days where I just feel like it would be easier if we had one Instagram profile where if it was like Rob's perspective, my perspective, and we, and we meshed it kind of all together to lead our life. And then I see some of my husband's posts and I go, I don't want to be associated with that. So, so I'm like, maybe not. But we're, we're talking and we're reevaluating because one of the things when we go to Italy that we want to do is we want to explore and learn about the culture and the history and, and life there. And we might record our own little show while we're there, going back to our early business when Jets at Life, when we used to record travel shows around the world, like circa 2006. But we love doing that. And we might go back to that. And I don't know, we're just reevaluating. Like if neither of us like it and we post infrequently, then what if we teamed up and we would double our posts because, you know, everyone's like, you got to post all the time. 
I don't know. We're just reevaluating. When I look at someone like your previous guest in our uh, Italia file, uh, Kylie Flavel, who we love, the filmmaker you just interviewed, when I look at her social media, she posts maybe once a week, very rarely does a story. And with her 60,000 followers, she has like 9,000 people interacting every post, even though she posts once a week. And so there's a part of like algorithm be damned that I don't think I have to dance. I'm like, I'm just, unless I'm making embarrassing videos on Rob of Rob on Reels, like that's really my only, like I, I can make a pancake and I, a funny pancake in a shape that probably looks like a penis first. And that's why I got 400,000 views. Or I can make funny videos of Rob on Reels. But that's about it. That's like where I end. I'm not inspired to do that. I'm not inspired to follow a lot of these trends. And I feel like we're being told we have to, to hit the algorithm to be seen. But then I look at someone like Kylie and and she blows that whole algorithm thing out of the water. Why? Because she's producing insanely high quality, high value content for her niche. That's it. And I and I feel like that's kind of the direction I want to go. And that being said, we have online businesses. And so we're in a bit of a pickle here because we need to be able to promote our businesses as well as not have to follow trends. Do you see what I'm saying? I know none of this made sense. And by the way, welcome into my brain on the topic of social media. No, actually most of it, most of it made sense. That post actually, I'm I'm super clear on well, I know you're clear. No, I'm super clear on why it happened the way it did and why the intention was because everybody feels the way you feel. The reason mm-hmm. why I got a thousand, nobody comments, if, you know, I didn't get a thousand, but you know what I mean? The reason why I got a lot of comments on that post is because it resonated with how people are feeling right okay. now. Okay, people so, are sliding into my DMs asking, I know I just cut you off. People are sliding into my DMs asking me if I'm leaving social media because of your post, so- I think I think that um, because there was as many comments as there were, everybody is feeling the same way. They're they're feeling this uh, this double edged sword of I got this business. I'm trying to build a business. You know, it certainly didn't hurt uh, Kim Kardashian. So it's a tool that can be used quite effectively. The problem is we have gone so off balance with using that tool that we become obsessive and I'll find like, if I, I, I don't want to know how many times I check Instagram a day. It, it has to be in Doesn't the, the phone tell you? I have notifications shut off so I don't have to no, check no, it. No, 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 You get like a graph. Oh yeah. Like a report of your I have top. notifications on Instagram shut off. Me too. So that I don't have to check it. But I think I probably check it more that I have it off because I don't know if there is one there. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that I spend far too much time in lost in the, like, you know, my guilty side of this is I spend far too much time lost in the never ending. Scroll hole. I'm not a big, I do scroll, but that's not my thing. I'm checking for comments, DMs. No, you're looking for the approval. I think from a post, well, what I'm looking for with a post is not the approval. Engagement. I'm looking for whether or not it landed mm. because I'm always trying to sense if what I'm writing 
it's hitting people. And so you'll notice if you go back through, I used to post a couple of times a week and there'd be a few comments. And now it might be once every week or two, but there's a bunch more comments because I have decided that I'm going to do two things. One is I'm not using hashtags. You'll see I don't use hashtags. Actually, the biggest amount of comments I had was on a post I didn't use hashtags. Mm -hmm. So it proved to me that, okay, I'm sure hashtags work, right? But you don't, you, what you need yeah. is quality. Yeah. You don't need a good hashtag. So you, so you see these people with like shitty quality and 37 hashtags that some computer algorithm figured out is probably a good searchable thing. But the quality of the post will find its audience if it's great to your Kylie Flavel Italian yeah. cinematographer point, right? So I think the first lesson or, or the first point that I was trying to make in that post is that the, you know, the quantity of posts that are out there now of people pointing and dancing are so fucking uninteresting because people feel that they need to continually post and get more content out there so it's visible. The problem is that if they're posting shitty content and pointing and doing shitty dances or whatever, it, it, the first one is as uninteresting as the 30th one. And by the way, we're not, we're, it sounds really bad. Like we're like knocking reels and all that stuff. And we kind of are, but for ourselves. And when we watch other people do it and it's not done well, okay? So like there's a, okay, there's an element of you got to practice and get good at it and all of that. But f- here's the problem for me. It's not authentic and it's not creative if you're duplicating what you saw someone else do. And I'm guilty of this too. So when you're using the same voice over to do the exact same post that you saw someone else do, that's not interesting to me. Now, what is interesting is when you use the voiceover, but you use it in a completely different manner that speaks to your audience. That is interesting. But when you're just like, oh, that's a funny one. I'm going to do that. I think that was fun when we first came into the pandemic because we were all bored in the house and in the house bored, right? And so it was fun to do these little TikToks to kind of pass the time and entertain each other. But now it's kind of hit the point where if I see one more person pouring alcohol and cutting it with scissors, like I've, because their doctor told them to cut the alcohol, like, I, how many how many do you need to see of that thing? Do you know what I mean? And maybe maybe I'm wrong here and I'm sure the social media gods will rain down and tell me how wrong this my perspective is. And I'm talking about it for me. So when I personally scroll and I see 20 people doing the same thing, I'm bored. When I think about I need to do something <laughs> on social media, I'm like, uh, do I, should I cut the water? Should I cut the alcohol? <laughs> like, do I need to go into that? Like I, I am bored in the house and in the house bored. And I'm going to say the other thing. We've been in this pandemic where we've been locked away from other humans and human contact for a really long time, like a year and a half, right? We were all deep in social media because that was the only contact we were getting. So now I feel like a lot of you may feel the way we do because we overindulged in the chocolate cake for too long and now we don't even want to see the chocolate cake. Do you know what Mm -hmm, I mean? mm -hmm. Like there's an element of that. So I'm not 
throwing the baby out with the bathwater. Yeah, it's, it's the next day after a big bender. You're right. like, you you're wake like, up never drinking you again. See, you see the vodka bottle still sitting on your counter and right. you're like, I, I, please get that away from me. Right. You're like, never again. So I feel like there is a little bit of that. And I think what we, I, well, I can't speak for you, but what I'm really- You do all the time. Oh, what are you talking that's about? That's true. That's true. I think for me, reevaluating social media looks like, what do I want to put out that is of high value, high quality, and can truly inspire and make a difference in someone's life? And if it's not going to hit that barometer, there, I, I don't want to do it. And so there are things, like last night, I'll give you an example. Last night we did this little, um, I had a mask on and every time I put a mask on my face, Rob, it's like a, the first time every time. It's like it, like we just started dating and it's the first time he saw me without makeup and he's scared. You know, so I did a little social media thing and I, I, I had a mask. Remember last night? Masks, skin masks. Oh, I, I, we live in a pandemic right oh, now. Oh, no, no, so no. We no. Wear I'm masks. sorry, sorry, sorry. You confuse me. Face I was, mask, like a skin mask. I was like, skin, what are you care. talking about? So I put a mask on and I was like- Like the Lucille Ball. Oh, nobody yeah. knows who Lucille Ball is. I was like, I want to see what Rob's reaction is. And so I did that on my social. No, that's not, I mean, that's more entertaining than it is anything else. But after that, I was like, you know what? I love a mask, but- I happen to sell products that have really made my skin better. And so I was like, you know what? This to me is of value. So I'm going to share this funny thing about the mask. And I'm going to share two skincare products that I've used that have made a massive difference in my skin. And I felt like it was of value. But the days of me posting never-ending cookie-cutter images of products to sell, like I can't do it anymore. And not because... You, no one should do it. I can't do it because it, it's, I want it to be creative. I want it to be inspiring. I want it to be of value. And I just don't want to do it to do it. That's the point. Some I, Because we fall into the thing, well, I got to just do it to do it. And I think that's where people are falling in with reels. Well, people said reels are hot. I just got to do it to do it. Well, you don't want to see me dance. I promise. You really don't. So I'm not going to just do it to do it. You're talking around the subject that everybody right now who's listening is seeing themselves do the cookie cutter posts and recognizing whether or not they feel for themselves that there's high quality or yeah. there's not. Can I say so one I, more thing when I'm venting? I'm sorry, I got one more and I'm done. Here's the other thing that I'm hating on social right now. Mm-hmm. Mostly on TikTok. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna push this one mostly to TikTok. I'm hating the bullying that I'm seeing. I'm hating the hate. I'm hating that there's now a function that you can take, you do a video, some troll comments and uh, and says something rude. And you can now take that comment, post it as a sticker, and then do a middle finger flip you off thing back. Now, some of them are funny and some of them are okay. And at first, like there was one that I actually reposted because I thought it was so good. It was like an older lady who's a good dancer and she was dancing to like 50 Cent and some some troll told her she was too old for this and to, to go to the nursing home. And so she came out and did a whole dance and flipped people off. I did find that funny. And then when I saw, the, that was like one of the first ones I saw. But now I'm seeing this theme of two things, massive bullying and people talking about mental health. And if you don't think those things are related, they are. This You're putting yourself in a place where trolls are there. Rob and I have been in this public kind of space for 
over 15 years. We've had really mean trolls come after us. We've had a lot of that stuff. It's never crossed my mind to make all of my social media about filleting the troll because that, to me, brings out the worst in me. And then it puts a negative energy into my world, my space. And I'm seeing this bullying on one side and this mental health talk on the other. And they're so related. And it's like you're putting yourself in this in this world to get this validation. And then the trolls come through. You feel the need to respond to said trolls. And now you're putting out the bad negative energy instead of just deleting the damn troll to begin with. I don't know. I'm venting here, but it, it's bothering me. And so the thought of putting myself deep in that hole or even watching it, to be honest, it, it lowers my vibration. There you go. All of this. Social media right now is lowering my vibration. So what I found myself doing is following new hashtags and finding hashtags that are so inspiring and interesting to me that my feed is filled with that. And so opposite to your point about not using hashtags, like I'm following hashtag Florence now or hashtag Italy because that's what I'm interested in. So those posts are coming up and we're finding funny people that live in Florence that we hope to be friends with someday that are bringing us value and inspiration. And like, that's what I feel like I want to be for somebody else. If someone follows a hashtag and they somehow land on my page, I want to be a value and inspiration. I don't want to be pushing out negative troll energy or bitching about whatever. I think what we're rounding the corner to is what we started this conversation around was whether or not we were leaving social media. And I was trying to do the best I could to say that we weren't leading, we weren't leaving social media. But there's a couple of themes that are emerging through this conversation. And I think the biggest theme for us and perhaps other people who do social media is that they want to be an inspiration. And when they want to be an inspiration, baked within that inspiration is them selling a product to a large extent. Because if you look at their inspirational posts, if you're in the fitness space, you are showing your body off, you're showing yourself cooking. But if you click the link in my bio, you get my recipe book, right? So a lot of this inspiration is faux inspiration that is packaged within Buy my a, shit. a post that will will send more traffic to what it is. Don't forget that, the call to action. That what you're doing. So when I look back at the things that have been the most beneficial for me in terms of engagement, et cetera, is just off the top of my head, I wrote a post on how much it costs me to live my life and how um, I realized that I don't need uh, many millions of dollars a year, that $650,000 a year allows me to live an amazing life. That was one of the biggest posts I've ever had, okay? Because there's so much value in that and there was people not, could see in them. There's there. nothing, I don't sell financial planning. There was nothing to buy, right? Thank God. There was quite, yeah, <laughs> quite literally, there was nothing to buy. Another big post was the one that we're discussing in this podcast, which is this social media post. There's nothing I have to sell there either. Another big post was a post that I did on the three things that you and I do to navigate a great relationship. Yeah. There's not, I don't have a relationship course. There's nothing to sell there. So all, all of, all of these, <laughs> all of these things here had nothing to do with me selling anything, but what it did have to do 
we talk about branding, but what a brand is, is just simply a set of values. It doesn't matter. I mean, you know, Fauci has a brand, you have a brand. I, we all have a, we all have a set of values. Fauci. Fauci is who was on top of head for branding. Yeah, because he has a brand, yeah. right? And right now his brand, his brand was, I don't want to go down a Fauci hole, but give okay. me, give me a second. His brand was a, I'm the guy that comes in to help you through this pandemic I got this Brooklyn, New York kind of way. Trust me, I'm good. And we're going to, you know, we're going to have spaghetti in Brooklyn when this is over, right? That's the brands. Well, some emails came out this week, right? Those emails came out that affected- Tarnished the brand. Tarnished the brand because the values, a brand is a set of values. The values that we saw in that email and the inconsistency with how he showed up in those sets of values all of a sudden clashed. And we went, oh, Okay. So it's not consistent. So everything is around for me in branding as a set of values. So when I talk about those three posts, those three posts improve my brand because people, they're not necessarily buying something from me, but they're learning more about how I think Mm -hmm. and what, so in these three posts, here's what, here's, here's what they learned. They learned how they can have a better relationship they learn that they don't need as much money as they think and that social media is probably going to drive them into a very distracted uh, life. But right? you were all, you were authentic sharing of yourself in those posts. Whereas when, when you write, not you, but when people write posts that are directed to the other person, like you do this, you need to do that, you, 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 you. Great point. Versus let me show you, let me take you a peek inside this circus. <laughs> Come here and let me give you a ticket to the circus. Like, and they get to go inside your life and see what you were struggling with and how you worked it out. That's what. That's all I'm saying. And by the way, please, 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 if you are doing reels and you are doing all these things right now, we're not saying don't do them. We're not saying don't do social media. We're not saying don't post your product. We're not saying any of that. What we're saying is we are reevaluating how we want to show up in an authentic way. And it might not be friendly to the algorithm. And so if you feel, if you feel similar, then you might want to reevaluate how you're showing up. And if it's truly authentic to who you are as a person and what value you're providing in your social media, that's all we're saying. The, there's, there's two other areas here that I think are related, related to this. The first area is you just mentioned something that I just had an aha about. I love TikTok. I love it. I have zero posts on TikTok. I am not uh, a creator of TikTok content whatsoever. Yeah. I don't know how to work TikTok. Okay. <laughs> I really, I truly don't. You just know how to swipe. I know how to swipe. I love it. And I just realized why I love it because I go to TikTok for entertainment. Mm-hmm. I go to TikTok to have a comedian do an imitation of Trump or somebody and go, holy shit, that's fucking good. Mm-hmm. He's not selling me anything. He's being silly or whatever it is that they're doing. So I'm swiping through the things that are just clearly gratuitous by my shit posts mm-hmm. and going there for 60 seconds of entertainment that I'm like, oh my God. And I'll that send two hours it. later, you're in a rabbit hole. And I'm in a rabbit hole. 
I don't have a problem with that personally. I think that yeah. that is a great way to blow off steam. And I think it's, it's interesting. Then the second part is with regard to stories. Okay. So I am still doing stories. Of what course. stories am I doing? The stories I'm doing, we're getting ready to go to Greece. I'll be there for a couple of weeks. I want people to see us in Greece having a great time. And in the case of my mastermind with other entrepreneurs, because I want them to be, I want it to be aspirational. I want it to be inspiring. And I want them to say, if he can do it, then fuck, I can do it too. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why nobody broke the four minute mile. And then a guy named Roger Bannister comes along, breaks it. And all of a sudden, high school kids are breaking the four-minute mile. Because the moment you see something is possible, you say, why not me? I like creating things that are inspirational. So for me, I will continue to do posts that I feel are going to help people, that I feel I can add value to the world, that I feel could withstand the test of time. I will continue to create stories that I feel will inspire people. And if any people read my posts, watch my stories, and then come into my world and either want to join my mastermind or want to do private coaching with me, great. That's awesome. But the silliness of me being addicted to constantly checking it, of watching people that are just you know, taking 3000 photos. Like I saw a girl yesterday at the beach. She must've taken a photo, um, put her hair extensions in front of her, angled her body, run over to the person taking the photo, look at it, come back. Then she's looking away at the ocean while the person is taking the, the, the picture as if she's not taking a picture. I don't know what she was doing. Went back and forth. She was posing, honey. It's posing. After the 20th time of watching her hold her ponytail, I went, this is so fucking, like what? Like we are so lost in creating a world of make-believe that people are looking at this thing and going, my life sucks. And look at this girl that is at the ocean, but really it's a cloudy day and the filter shows it sunny. And really the picture was gray because it was cloudy, but now it's full of color and the ocean is popping behind her. And she's looking out, gazing into the ocean, but really it was the 50th shot of her faking that she's looking out into. Like it's that, it's, it's that part. It's Well, that's the last lack of authenticity. That's, and, and, you know, on the upside of social media, what I am seeing a lot of like the gurus and the people that you would follow, what I am seeing is them constantly sharing that you don't have to have a perfect image, that your entire feed no longer needs to look like it was put into the, the same exact filter and it doesn't have to be perfect. I love when I see the authentic, the real, and I love that that people are are getting more comfortable sharing that. And if you have to take 9,852 pictures to get the one, I get it for a specific photo. Like we are going to look for or, or take the best photos if we're going to do a website, a sales page or something. That, so that way it's a great photo. But for every day to get lost in the nonstop of taking the the photos and doing the the thing that's not authentic. So that's that. To wrap it up, we're not going anywhere. 
we are going to continue to reevaluate our social media and how we can bring value and inspiration and entertainment to you. And we're not going anywhere. Did I say we're not going anywhere? Are you going somewhere? It doesn't fucking matter. But are you going anywhere? I'm not going anywhere. It was in the first paragraph of my okay. damn post and it didn't matter. So right. we there, love you. <laughs> there you have it, everybody. Thank you for being on our couch this week. I wish you all a wonderful week and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye, everybody. All right, thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live. 